Hello, welcome to Solar Voice, a podcast series designed to help you master change within. Millions of people around the world are now awakening to the fact that changes in your life begins with changes in you. In Solar Voice, I share with you my experiences, thoughts and ideas that I have formed from my experience of helping people from all walks of life. So today, as you listen to this podcast, you may discover something that might help you make a real change in your life. This episode is called The Magic Love Potion. And I want to share with you a story about a participant who had come from Nagaland. His name is Mehte and uh, Mehte asked me about his friend um, who believed that he was uh, in the effect of what he called a love potion. He said that the girl had mixed this potion into his uh, drink and so he's deeply in love with her and he cannot do anything to get out of it. It went to the extent he said that, you know, she mistreats him and... Uh, uh, she asks him to do things that he doesn't want to do, but he cannot get out of it because the love portion has bound him and he feels strong emotions for her. And every minute he's not around her, his heart starts beating fast and so on. And Mehdi asked me, how do I deal with this friend of mine? Because he really believes in this stuff and he is behaving as if this is true. I asked Mehdi, Mehdi, how long has this been? He said this has been there for about two years and ten months. I said, fantastic. Go tell your friend that there is no hope. That this magic potion is so strong that there is no counterspell. And you will be her slave. And the magic potion is powerful and it will do what it is intended for do. And for three years, there's nothing you can do to get out of it. So Mehta did that. He told his friend with full conviction that... The magic potion works and there is nothing anybody can do to break its spell. And for three years, whatever the girl wants, he has to do because there is no way he can escape from this magic spell. And I told Mehta not to discuss the topic further, but to quickly shift topic and discuss anything else. What we wanted to do is we wanted to plant a seed in his thinking. Mehta did that and then... We didn't talk about it at all. But after two months, Mehdi told me that his friend has started showing improvement. He has stopped behaving like he's in the spell for drug. He's taking charge of his life and he's doing the things that he wanted to do in life. And his emotions are in control. So, well, what happened there? Neither does Mehdi nor do I believe in a magic potion that was binding someone that was so strong to blindly lead a man's heart. We both knew that this friend of his had a strong belief, so strong with so much conviction that that it was becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy. And we accepted it. We joined that model. We, we took party in his way of thinking. We said, oops, the magic potion, what are you going to do? It is so strong, there is no counter potion to it. And then we did something important. As soon as we demonstrated to him that we believe what he's saying, that we are in full agreement with him, 
that this is the reality, then as soon as we join that model of his thinking, as soon as we joined his world, we made a new direction from within it. We somewhere in the conversation hinted that it lasts only for three years. Now, I don't know if he would consciously remember this, if he would be counting every day consciously. But I do know one thing, that a thought has been planted, a seed has been planted. And as unconscious, after two months, acted upon it. That it now said after two months, oh, the spell is over, now I have my freedom. Now, who cares if that is the truth or not? It helped the person get back charge of his emotions. What is the alternative to this approach? The alternative is going and trying to him and proving to him scientifically, empirically, logically, in whatever way you know, telling him, listen, it's not like that, you can take control. Well, we know that doesn't work. When someone is in that kind of a situation, when someone is so deeply convinced then there's nothing that you can say that would shift them or shake them out of that frame unless you join their frame first and then from within that frame you lead their thinking into a new direction that's what happened here that's what happened with Mathis friend that's what allowed him to experience that freedom in two months that's what helped them get over that limitation that had been stopping him for two years and ten months. Now, obviously, there are simpler ways to handle this challenge. Uh, if I were in person, perhaps I might have done something else. But the reason I'm sharing this story with you today is that it, it brings to our attention a very powerful concept. The concept of joining another person's world, no matter how silly it appears. The concept that as soon as you join someone truly with honest appreciation that you have access to change work, to shifting mindsets and beliefs that you didn't have access to before. Just imagine this for a moment. There is a table and on the table on the left corner is a water bottle. For whatever reason you decide to move the water bottle from the left corner of the table to the right corner. Now, the way you would do this is you would reach out for the water bottle and you would move your body and hands towards the left side of the table, get a hold on the water bottle and then move it to the right side of the table. Nobody in their senses would, would just put their hand on the right side of the table and expect the water bottle to move there by itself. You first go where the bottle is and then you move it the way you want it to go. In one of my batches, I had this girl who, who kept telling me that she is dumb. Now, obviously, I tried my other alternatives with NLP first and uh, uh, it, it didn't seem to go anywhere with her. And uh, so at one point I told her, okay, I accept that you're dumb. How do you handle the situation now? You think you're dumb because uh, your parents gave you away and then the adopted parents gave you back and then there are people in your life who told you that you are dumb 
and you believe that and I believe that. Now what? How do we make your life successful, blissful and joyful? So from within that frame, she was very cooperative. She started putting down plans. She started putting down things that she can do to achieve the life she wants. Now, once that was sorted out, I navigated the conversation in a way, I provoked her in a way that five minutes down the line, she was convincing me that she's actually a smart girl, that she has against all odds come up so much in life that she's right there in front of me having that conversation. And she convinced me that she's smart. That's the important thing. There are people who try to do this at a very superficial level, at a very artificial level. We all have heard statements like, uh, I understand, but, okay, I know you feel that you are dumb, but. Well, those things don't work. You can hear the shallowness in the, in the voice. You can hear how the person is not genuinely joining the moral of the world, of the other person, but is just saying it. Those are just mere words, without depth. So that's not what I'm proposing. I'm proposing that you accept the fact that the person is dumb. So in this case, I, 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 I changed my mindset. I, I accepted. Okay, you are dumb. Okay. Now, under that assumption, how would I work with her if that were true? That's the, that's the part I took. Okay, you are dumb. Let's not debate about that. Now that you're dumb, what is the best way to make the best of the life that you have? And then from within, from her own revelations, she recognized that she's very, very smart. I asked the questions like, so this is what you want to do. What would a smart girl do? And somewhere she found out that there wasn't much difference. And then I asked her, so how would a smart girl have handled life differently than you have? And she looked back and she said, wow, I'm smart. I have achieved so much against all odds. It's very different from saying, okay, I understand that you feel like you are dumb. Please, that's not even joining the other person's world. That's not even respecting the way she is thinking. I could say, maybe I could even just to use her words, I could say, well, you are dumb. But, well, that might work. But it's again not very, very convincing. Especially when people use the word but. You know that... The next sentence is just going to be an opposite of what you just agreed to. People lose unconscious rapper the moment they do it. You heard people tell you, I understand, but you think you're dumb, but it doesn't work that way. What I'm proposing here is honest acceptance. Whether you believe it to be true or not, whether it is the reality or not, whether it is the fact or not, is irrelevant. But if somebody has a perception of something and if you just for a moment accept it and think forward, what would you do if that is true? If you allow your mind to go in that direction, then what you have accomplished is building of trust with the other person's unconscious mind. From there on, you have the leverage to make changes. To shape their moral of the world from inside. Consider a leverage. A wise man once said, 
that if you give me a, a, a stick that is very, 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 very long, then I can move the whole earth with one finger. You all know that if you put a block of wood and you put a stick on top of it, you could lift a, a big stone off the ground easily. We all have used pulley at some point in our life where the wheel of the pulley gives us the leverage to lift objects that are otherwise much heavier to lift. And joining the other person's model of the world is leverage. It gives you a hold on their reality. And once you have that, you can shape it from inside. Now some people think of this as manipulation. Of course it is. It is manipulation in a very powerful way of manipulation. The dictionary meaning of the word manipulation is to move something from one place to another. And that's exactly what you're doing. You're manuring their model of the world, which is fine. And it's a very powerful way to shape the thinking. But that's just the technique. That's just the low-hanging fruit. What is more interesting is what kind of a person will you become if you continue to use this technique in your life? If on an ongoing basis, if you make the effort to match another person's reality and think along with it, if you have such flexibility in your thinking, what would it make of you? From my experience of having taught NLP to thousands of people, I would say that it would make you a very desirable person. It would make you someone who has empathy, who has a deep sense of understanding of human beings. Someone who is able to make instant connections because it's inside of you to just know how other people are thinking. This is what is going to happen. The more you continue to join someone's model of the world, the more you shape it by joining them first, your brain is going to make a habit of it. So maybe you do it 5 times, 10 times, 20 times, 30 times. And then it would start happening automatically. In situations when you don't expect, you would surprise yourself where you are joining someone else's model of the world and responding from that position. And very soon these skills will build up, they would chunk up. And before you recognize, you're able to understand people better. You're able to understand what is going inside of their head. Why are they doing the things they're doing? And when that happens, people start building trust in you. They start connecting at a more deeper level. The relationships become more magical. The interactions have more meaning and so on. So in all the techniques that I teach in NLP, I always ask myself the question, how will this technique shape an individual's character? How will this technique shape the essence of who that person is? I've noticed an incredible thing in life. Every time you learn something new, the thing that you're learning has an influence on who you are. So if I'm going to learn to play the guitar, 
and if I continue to play it for like a couple of years, it would have a distinct impact on my personality. If I'm going to learn salsa dancing, yes, I learned the techniques, I learned to dance, but the art of dancing again and again in places would impact who I become. I have noticed that it's when artists shape the art, it's not only the artist shaping the art, but the art has a profound impact on the artist. Back again. So every neurolinguistic programming technique has an impact on you. The performer of any advanced skill will benefit from the personality that comes from that particular application. What I'm proposing is that if you continue to practice this technique in your life, then you will become the kind of person that in the look in your eye, there is this magic potion that people are spellbound by your influence. And the best part, they willfully come for it. So continue to enjoy what all of this is doing to you in terms of your personality and who you are. And um, I will see you very soon again. This is Antonio Solar John. Continue to grow. Bless you, man.